to Feed the Sheep podcast. This is your host, Ross Steele, and it is a happy Monday to each of you individuals who are listening this morning. Uh, today, we're going to dive into just my experience uh, at Passion uh, 2022 down in Atlanta, kind of dive into that a little bit, talk about some takeaways and speakers and worship set, whatever it is uh, that kind of comes to heart. But before you, uh, before we get there, you know exactly what we're going to do. We're going to dive into a word of prayer. Dear Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for breathing breath into our lungs this morning. And I just want to ask you, Lord, to to help me to share uh, unfiltered what is on my heart, what is on my mind, and exactly kind of what you want these people to hear this morning. Uh, and whatever it may be, Lord, uh, may your will be done in all things. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, guys, listen. So I went to... Uh, my revival kind of happened, uh, well, not kind of, my revival, my, my transformation of my life happened in July of 2019. And in July of 2019, I started really getting involved uh, in my church. And I was going through this thing called growth track, and hap- which is just kind of like a way to understand the church a little bit more, uh, my specific church. Uh, and then also um, just ways like getting, leaning in towards closer to membership and different things. Um, but through that, the gal teaching the class, her name is Deb. She is the uh, our Fisher's campus pastor's wife. And she shared with me, We were I was in her little group, her class, and, um, and she said, hey, have you ever heard of Passion? And I was like, no, what's that? She said, well, it's, you know, this thing for young adults. Um, and Louie and Shelly Giglio put it on for a while now. And I just felt like I needed to share it with you. And I'm like, okay, cool, sure. So I, you know, whatever, go into that evening and I meet with uh, my buddy Devin. So him and I were doing a Bible study together uh, on Sunday evening. So uh, that Sunday night, he came over and we were kind of talking. I was like, hey, this was shared with me. Uh, what, what do you think? And we kind of just both looked at each other. We we're like, yeah, we're in, let's go. So that night we actually uh, bought our tickets and we kind of get everything set up squared away and it was it was awesome uh just how willing he was to go through this journey with me and then me in retrospect the same to him uh but anyways we we go on uh go to passion and it was incredible because here's the thing we both grew up in the church but we weren't in any way living our life the way that christ had set out for us uh, according to his plan for us and we wanted more we wanted better for ourselves and then our wives. Well, I don't have one. He has a wife, but, you know, my future wife. Um, and then also, you know, future kids that we may have and everything else. So all that to say, we go to Passion. We're in a totally different situation uh, in 2020. We're kind of like not new to the faith, but definitely new in our relationship with the Lord. Uh, and we turn around and we go there and it's just it was just an incredible experience people always you know they're like oh how was passion and they talk about passion 2020 and i'm like i'm just like always at a loss of words it's just like it was just an outstanding experience like the lord met me and i could say the same with devin as well the lord met us exactly where we are in our lives in our walks with him uh and really spoke to us each individually and separately um, but we all, we both walked out of there with like almost not like a, a, a completely new outlook on the Lord because 
our outlook was the same. It, I mean, it was all truth. It was all scripture based and everything. Um, but it was just like the speakers that came, Christine Kane was my favorite, um, definitely that year. And Louie, they're just very powerful, very powerful speakers and, and um, really kind of lit a fire underneath me. Um, anyways, all that to say, it was just us two in 2020, but then 2022 came around, COVID happened, 2021 was just online, it was cool, whatever. Um, however, I actually didn't, I wasn't able to watch it. My brother had a wedding um, that night, uh, so I was kind of like doing stuff with them. Um, although, uh, coming into 2022 for Passion, uh, Devin and I were like, hey, do we, we want to go again? And we were like, yeah, like no brainer. Um, so then we started inviting people and and it was actually really funny because I wanted like everybody to go. Like I was like, hey, come on, come on, come on. So I like, I bought extra tickets and I was like giving them away just so people didn't have to carry that burden of spending, you know, that money. Some, you know, it was only a hundred bucks when I bought them. And, but you know, if you wait later, then they become more expensive. Um, so I just kind of look at it that way. And uh, I was able to bless some people, which was fun. Uh, it was exciting. And those people joined us, uh, some of them, not all of them, but they joined us like in our group. And we got an Airbnb. Uh, we actually flew down this year. Um, and it was funny because I was kind of convicted in a sense because I was trying to find a ride down uh, for somebody who didn't want to buy a ticket, a plane ticket. Um, and the, a group that I asked that like a couple of them were kind of being almost selfish in a way. And I'll, I'm not going to you know say their name or whatever, but, uh, and I was like, man, I was like, that really hurts. Like it hurts my heart. Cause I'm like, you know, this isn't about you. It's not like passion is if you're going into it being like, Oh, I'm going to find a husband or find a wife. Uh, or, you know, I would just want to hang out with my friends. Like, yeah, maybe that's a bonus, but if you're going there for that sole reason, I don't think like your your heart's in the right place and the selfishness that came from this group i was like really hurt by uh and i had to deal with that on my own but a couple days later uh so devin and i we got an airbnb for our group um and it was two uh it was a six person airbnb and we had nine and then you know a couple days after i had felt that like offense of selfishness that that i had felt from people um they, we had other people ask us, hey, we don't have a place to stay anymore. Can we stay with you? And we're like, and Devin and I were talking about it. And I was like, you know what? I was offended or hurt kind of like, you know, for these people, because they it seemed like they were being a little selfish. Um, and I, they were just missing the point of passion and trying to get everybody there. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. We're just going to we're just going to send it. So we did. And now we're at like 13 people in a six person Airbnb. Um, and then, uh, a couple of days later, a week goes by, Hey, we have two more people that need a place to stay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I, Devin and I were just under understanding at this point. We're like, we're just going to get everybody to go. Uh, and we don't care how many people we have to sleep. Long story short, uh, we ended up having, I think 17 people in our six person Airbnb. We had blow up mattresses on blow up mattresses on blow up mattresses. It actually wasn't terrible to be completely honest, but it, it all goes into like our mission of like trying to get everybody and anybody exposed to, you know, Christianity. We had people, there was me, Devin, and then one other, our friend Curtis, who uh, 
we were the only ones that had ever been to Passion before. And everybody else, so our total group was 21 or 22, uh, four or five people stayed somewhere else, but uh, 21 or 22, out of those, there was only three of us who had been to Passion before. So a lot of these people, it was their first time, it was their first experience um, here in, you know, these incredibly gifted and anointed speakers and also uh, the incredible anointing worship sets. Like you have, you go into a stadium where there's 55,000 college student, young adults, 18 to 25 year olds who are singing praise to one name, the one true God. It is truly remarkable. It is incredible. I mean, it ushers the spirit in in ways that you can't even describe. You can't even like try to describe. It, it, it really is remarkable. Um, so if you're listening and you haven't gone actually to Passion before and you're interested, I bought 30 tickets this year for Passion 2023 in Atlanta for January 3rd through the 5th. Um, so if you're interested, hit me up. Uh, I have plenty of room and space for you. Um, but I, that's just a little backstory of like my experience with Passion, but I wanted to talk specifically about Passion 2022, uh, kind of what the Lord did and spoke to me and through me and not really through me per se, um, but definitely to me and kind of what I felt and, and heard through this time. Uh, first off, uh, we went down a couple days early so we could just kind of explore Atlanta. I mean, I've been to Atlanta before, but just make a trip out of it. So there were four of us, five of us that were there early. Uh, and then the rest came on Sunday. So January 1st happened, uh, started, rang in the new year, which was really cool. What was really cool about that is we were kind of watched the ball drop and everything. And I was like, all right. And if you know me, I like going to bed early. So being up past midnight was big for me. Um, and I like the ball dropped. I was like, all right. So I kind of started getting ready for bed. And there was just uh, four or five of us in there. Um, and we were just kind of like hanging out. And then I was like started laying on the bed. And then I kind of, I was unpacking my bag actually. And I pulled out my anointing oil. And I was like, oh, I got my anointing oil. I was like, you want to anoint the house? So there's four or five of us, uh, four guys. I think it was four guys, one girl. Uh, so us four guys were in one room. She was uh, in a room on the other side of the house. But uh, I kind of get up and I put on some worship music and we just go. We just like kind of allow the spirit to guide us and do our best to usher the spirit in into the space. Um, so we anoint the house and then we just kind of start talking about like, you know, what our expectations are. Like, what are we trying to hear from God? What are we trying to learn from these speakers? What are we, what do we want out of this experience? Um, and different things. And we ended up actually talking to like two or two 30 in the morning. And luckily we didn't really have much going on the next day, but, uh, it was, it, that was like the start of, of greatness. I mean, being able to, to anoint the house and the people that are in it and those that will come, like it was just, that was the start of, of God moving. Um, go into January 1st, uh, I start fasting. Um, I'm wanting to fast and because I'm just trying to like cut out all the distractions, cut out all the noise and really just hear the Lord, um, what he has to say. Um, Cause I'm coming in and I'm not discouraged by anything really, but I'm like questioning, like, where am I supposed to be right now? Like, am I, am I in line with your will or am I not? So 
uh, I start fasting. I do just just a water fast, so I'm just drinking water. Um, and the the first day, the enemy was coming for me hard. Believe me. And then that's an only way he was coming for me because I wasn't really hungry, um, but I had a massive headache. I was like, it was a migraine. I mean, it just was. And that's because I cut off everything cold turkey, especially coffee when I get used to drinking it every day, all day. Uh, you don't have any coffee or caffeine and it hits a little different. And I'll say that. Um, anyways, go on to say, so I'm fasting for this whole experience. And Sunday, the 2nd, uh, the first event, uh, the first session is that night at like 6.30. We go stand in line probably like 3.30 uh, just so we can get to the floor access and stuff. And there was only like four or five of us or maybe six that went um, early to get stand in line. And we were going to save seats for, you know, 20 other people. So they were lucky. They didn't have to stand in line that long. But it was raining. And it, honestly, I was like, I was like, dang, this is going to suck. But then turn around. We're all standing in line and I just kind of felt this urge. I was like, let's sing some worship songs. So we meet a few people in line uh, and we're in, in the group of people that we met. There were three of them were worship leaders. Uh, and then myself, I'm not a worship guy, but I love worship music. Uh, and then other people. And we just started just acapella. I mean, it was just worship uh, right there. And I mean, it was it it was genuine like it was just it was real uh i have like a short snippet that one of the gals took um so i kind of look back and listen to that sometimes i'm like this was an awesome experience we're standing in line with hundreds if not thousands of people and we're just singing worship and it was just great um that kind of set the tone for for what's to come and the first session uh it was great and we kind of there was a worship set and I, there was a guy, I was in the middle of the aisle, so I guess it's my fault, but a guy just like ran right through me on a, and it was an accident, but uh, he was like, my eyes were closed and everything, so I didn't, wasn't expecting it. <laughs> it took me by surprise. Um, he like apologized profusely. Anyways, later on in that worship, I see him standing in front of me and in the aisle. And so I kind of like, I was arguing with God. He was like, go pray for him. And I was like, no, like, I don't think, I don't know about that. Like. I don't know if he'd want that, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, God won the argument. No surprise there. Um, and we go in. I go up to him and I'm like, hey, uh, I felt real led to just lay a hand on you and pray. Is that all right? And he's like, yeah. Uh, and he was kind of taken back. And I was like, is there something specific that I should be praying for? Um, and he was like, yeah, I've just been really anxious uh, coming here. And there was a lot of things that happened that kind of almost prevented me from being here. And this and that yada yada and i said listen there's no surprise that i'm the one that lord said to come pray over you because i myself used to struggle and i still do uh some days but used to struggle very very hard uh, with anxiety it was a panic attack day after day after day after day and it was terrible and i kind of shared my story a little bit in that and then i just prayed over him and that was it so that was great um and then the speakers that went first, you know, Levi Lusco. And I think like what I took away from his message most that was that like in God's providence, he can redeem what in his sovereignty he could have prevented. And that's like, that. that's one thing that like really stuck with me. Uh, you know, 
I don't know, I'm, I'm going to say that again. I want you to really think about that. In God's providence, he can redeem what in his sovereignty he could have prevented. And also kind of one thing I took from him was I don't have to have a lot to do a lot. A lot of us maybe want to be like big influencers and like reach all these people, but you're like, ah, I'll wait until, you know, I get big. Well, how about you just don't worry about the influence you're going to have and just share, just share the word of God with those around you, those you're closest to. Uh, after Levi, there was Tim, uh, good old Tim Tebow. And honestly, I think his messages kind of are all fluid and the same. Um, but, you know, he tells them different ways, tells different stories and, and relates differently uh, at different times. But one thing I got from him was that, <clears throat> that and it's obvious, uh, but I think it's forgotten, is that the church isn't a museum for good people. It's a hospital for the broken. And we're all broken. None of us are good people. I mean, in retrospect, in, in the Lord's, we're not good. Uh, we all sin. We're all we're all broken and battered, and we all hold on to hurt or pain, or we choose to not forgive others and this and that. Um, it's it's just real. I mean, the church isn't a museum for good people. It's a hospital for the broken. Um, and as long as you have breath, you have purpose. Simple as that. As long as you have breath, you have purpose. So if you're here today and you're like, I don't know what my purpose is, well, you got breath, so you have purpose. So maybe you haven't discovered it quite yet, but you have a purpose. And I don't want you to think anything otherwise. Uh, Sadie Robertson, a lot of people were looking forward to her. She did speak. Uh, it was a video um, because she wasn't able to be in Mercedes Benz uh, that night. But uh, and I don't I have no idea. I have speculations. Maybe it was COVID or whatever, um, but I'm not going to go there. Uh, she was very, very impactful. Uh, a lot of like our identity and imagery and different things. But um, she reminded me specifically that I need a reminder of who God is every single day. And when I get a glimpse of who God is, I get a glimpse of who I am through him. Because we're made in the image of him and he has a purpose and a will for our lives. So for me, it was like, well, dude, when I get a glimpse of who God is, I truly do get a glimpse of who I really am through him. Um, and she talked about uh, a, uh, a podcast or a YouTube video it's called Who's Your Daddy? Um, and if you haven't listened to it, you should probably should. Uh, it's actually really impactful. Uh, David Platt spoke on like the unreached people groups uh, that are really, uh, and honestly, what I took away from him was that we're missing the mark hardcore. He showed a strata, a, a strata map, uh, and you can kind of get on and like put in your own specifications and stuff of things you want to see. And I really, when I, what I took away was that like, we're missing the mark hard, honestly. Uh, but he, what he said at one point that I took away was like, I shouldn't be casual or comfortable in this walk of faith. If you're casual or comfortable, you're probably not doing enough. And I don't say that to discourage you uh, or shame you in any regard, but that's what stuck with me. Uh, if I'm casual or I'm comfortable in my walk, then I'm not doing enough because I shouldn't be. I should do the scary things, the things that terrify me. Um, that's where the Lord's calling me and that's where I'm going to be most impactful. I truly believe that. And also that I'm not the rescuer, I am the rescued. Um, a lot of times when we're trying to reach people, 
those people will look to you as like, you know, the Jesus in their life. They're like, they'll always come to you for questions or answers or whatever, but just remind them like, hey, I'm not Jesus for you, um, nor do I want to be, but he wants you and I will guide you to him and I will push you to him, towards him, and I will help you grow in that, but it is a personal relationship between you and him, not you and I. Um, that, I mean, that wrapped up the first night. Uh, the second day, we, <clears throat> which the first night was super impactful, obviously. Um, I never, I didn't hear really, honestly, like from the Lord that night in regards to like where I'm supposed to be and like if, whether I'm following his will and purpose for my life. Um, but the next day, uh, we, Jackie Hill Perry spoke, which she is a whole nother animal because she was also a video because she was about to pop. I mean, she was pregnant. Um, funny enough, she actually, you know, spoke a passion through a video. Uh, and then that night during like our last session or our last worship set, she straight up gives birth. I'm like, who speaks at passion? And then that same night gives birth. I just, that's Jackie Hill Perry for you. Um, her main thing was that God is holy and God cannot sin against us. Making him the most trustful being there ever was, is, and will be. And that really hit home because I'm like, you know, we have all these hurts, whether it be from our earthly father or a pastor or a church or this or that. And we allow those earthly pains, hurts, and mistakes of other humans affect our relationship and our view of who God is. But the thing is that God is holy and God cannot sin against us, making him the most trustful being there ever was, is, and will be. Following Jackie was uh, Ben Stewart. Ben Stewart, uh, he's also, I truly, I mean, I think he's great. Um, but what I took from him was like, we often go to distraction before we go to devotion. And me personally, I need to go to devotion before distraction to query my emotions and be unfiltered with God. And that actually played a, a key role into kind of what I have to share a little bit later. But Bert, next we're gonna go to, to uh, Jenny Allen. Jenny Allen, she was very, very impactful. She was talking about um, sin and uh, sin and weight. Weight being things that we cannot control, but all these things are baggage that we carry. And she, what she did basically was, her main preface was, you know, there's no condemnation. And what she did at the end of her message, uh, she said, you know, I want you to grab like two to three people around you. And whether you know them or not, I want you to share, you know, that one sin that's really holding you back, that you've really been carrying for far too long. Um, and she's like, if you're sitting there, thinking about that one thing and you're like, oh no, I don't want to share that. That's the thing you need to share. Uh, we got in a group of about five of us and it was, I mean, that chains were broken in that place, guaranteed. Uh, in our group specifically, chains were broken. It was so impactful. Um, and each of us, you know, look at that person after they share their heart uh, and just say, there's no condemnation. And if we wanted to, then say a quick prayer and stuff. But it was, it was heart, it was heart wrenching for a lot of us, but it was so good. I mean, people broke free that night, uh, that day after that session, it was, it was incredible. But there's a dinner break in between that and the last session. 
So the last session was Louie and Christine Kane. Um, and we go in to this dinner break and me and my buddy Curtis, who Curtis ended up fasting with me uh, during like Sunday and Monday. And he actually, we walked around Mercedes-Benz Stadium outside. We were just walking around and we were just talking. He was like, hey, how are you doing? Like, you think you're getting, you know, you're hearing from the Lord. And I just, I was, I kept it real. And like what Ben said, it was keep it unfiltered. I kept it unfiltered with Curtis. I kept it unfiltered with, with God. And I was like, no, man, I'm pissed off, to be completely honest. Um, I feel like I'm fasting and I'm doing all this. And I feel like I'm doing it all right and with a good heart and intention and to be faithful and obedient. But I'm not hearing anything. And I don't know if it's like maybe I'm just like there's too much going on around me or this or that. And I was like, so I don't know really what to do next. Um, and we just kind of talked through that and prayed through it. And then we go back in to actually a funny story was we went to the gas station, bought some gas station wine and poured it into a water bottle. And then we grabbed some banana bread and we snuck it into Mercedes Benz Stadium because we we're like, we're going to take communion with everybody. So we snuck it in and people were in there. We just we took communion with our group of people. Um, and it was just like a thing that we wanted to remember the sacrifice and all that jazz um but yeah we snuck wine into mercedes-benz stadium uh most people don't know that so louis if you hear this i'm sorry but it had to be done anyways uh speaking of louis we go back into the last session it starts with louis giglio uh he was great um and he at the end of his message he said this thing he was like he had us all close our eyes and he said this thing where he said, if you are one of those people who are just ready and you're just saying, yes, Lord, send me, I want you to stand up. And without hesitation, I was up. I mean, it wasn't even a thought. It was like, boom, done. Got it. Stood up, kept eyes closed, everything. And he's still talking. And then I open my eyes and I look around and I'm expecting like, a bunch of people standing up, right? No, there was like less than 3% of 55,000 people standing up. Honest, honest to God, I, I truly think it was like less than 3%, maybe less than five, but definitely close to there. And I'm like, so I start thinking, I was like, was that metaphorical or was I actually supposed to stand up? And I was like, I just expected so many more people. Uh, anyways, go on, we go right into worship. Everybody else stands. Um, I feel a light touch on my back and it's just this gal, young gal, uh, she said, can I pray over you? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. She's like, you keep worshiping. I'm just going to lay a hand on you and pray. And I said, okay. Um, so I'm worshiping. She finishes up and she looks at me and I say, thank you. She looks at me. She says, you're a leader. I'm like, all right, thanks. Like, cool. Um, but then she continues and she says, you are a leader. She says, your testimony needs shown and spoken. It will draw people in. It's going to draw people in. Your boldness and leadership is going to draw people in as well. And God is using you right now in this capacity for his glory to further advance the kingdom and the gospel. You see, what I took away from that is what most people don't know, those who grew up around me or knew me and before my, you know, my revival, before my transformation, um, it was that 
those that knew me that at that time, I just kind of let my testimony speak for itself. Like what the Lord did through me and what he's using me for now, I just let it speak for himself. I never actually share my testimony all that much. Um, just because I was dealing with some past shame, past guilt, uh, and I just didn't want, I kind of wanted to forget that part of my life in a way. And nobody knew that, uh, to be completely honest, except for me and God. And the fact that she said, your, your testimony needs spoken. It needs shown. Uh, and I'm like, shoot, this is definitely a word from the Lord because only him and I know that I don't want to share it all that much. Um, and then she talked about, you know, boldness and leadership and, and I'm actually working on a young adult conference for the Indianapolis area. It's going to be in Noblesville, Indiana this July. And, uh, it was just kind of crazy because the whole preface of that is to be bold. And I'm like, all right, Lord, you are really amazing and you're rocking my world right now. And the crazy part is that you know, in my fasting, I grew impatient. I became unfiltered with God. And I was like, I can't hear him. I, I just can't. And maybe I couldn't, but maybe I wasn't supposed to. Maybe it took him sending somebody, another obedient, uh, you know, servant of him to come and speak into my life. And I, and I appreciate her. I appreciate, you know, her obedience to that. The crazy part is like she came out of nowhere because the thing is everybody was sitting down and then it was like that first worship song. She just came up from behind and then I look up after she like is kind of done and I'm going to say thank you for, you know, being faithful and obedient to the Lord and, and coming and sharing that with me. I'd really needed that. I look up to say thanks, God. Thanks to the Lord. And I look down. She's just gone. And I'm like, all right, what? Like, where'd she go? Everybody around me who maybe saw her, like, pray over me, I'm like, I asked them, did you see where she went? Because I wanted to, like, you know, to talk with her and say, hey, like, you know, what what led you to do that? Just kind of hear her heart. Um, but everyone's like, no, dude, I don't know where she went. She's gone. And I'm like, what? Okay, maybe, you know, I'm not supposed to discuss that with her. All right, fine. But it was just crazy. It was a crazy, crazy experience. Um, and then Christine Kane was after that which she's obviously, she's one of my favorite. And, and she's talking about how to, you know, to have a wholehearted obedience, um, to focus on the pro promise and not the problems. A lot of times it's so easy to focus on the problems and not the promise. Uh, and then just being a, a well able spirit, just being able to say, yes, send me Lord. Um, and, and being obedient and faithful and honoring God through that. Um, and it was just, it was a super impactful. Maverick City closed out uh, with Brandon Leg. They closed out their worship set. It was funny because, you know, if, you, if you're if you used to the worship scene, you know, there's timers of like how much time you have. Um, theirs started, I think it was like uh, 40 or 40 minutes or something. Um, so it, it counts down. And when it starts going over, it goes into the red. And uh, it actually, went so it was 40 minutes and then it got to the red and it kept going i'm like all right we're done here soon no it keeps going and it goes into the red for like 40 45 more minutes so they go over 45 40 ish minutes and it was just crazy i was like yeah that's 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 real like i love this this is incredible like the fact that they were able to just keep going 
and just run with it. Like it was truly, truly remarkable. It was awesome. Um, that is my heart for Passion 22. And if you're listening and you haven't been to Passion before, or maybe you've been once before and you're wanting to go, uh, please reach out because I have tickets. I'm trying to, my goal is to get 30 young adults with us. And that's just what it is. And I would want everybody and anybody to experience not passion. I don't want you to experience passion. I want you to experience God. And I want you to experience him and his spirit in a totally different way. And yes, you can do that at a Sunday service. You can. You can do that in a small group. You can. Um, And you don't need to come to passion to do that. But being in a room with 50 some thousand other young adults, people that are in the same stage of life as you, just hearing like sometimes you just sit back you you just quit singing and you just listen and you hear everybody everybody there singing praises to the one renown and and it was i mean it's remarkable and the lord i mean the way they usher in the spirit is is incredible um and i want you to be there with me in 2023 so think about it pray about it reach out to me if that's something you're calling for Um, but at this time i'm going to close this out in a word of prayer And uh, I'm going to send you guys on your way. Thanks for listening today. Jesus, Father God, I thank you. I thank you for the life that you've given me. I thank you for the the spirit, the well-abled spirit that that you are transforming within my life, uh, within my heart, Lord, uh, within my body. And I just want to say thank you for everything. Everything that I have is completely yours, God, and it is all yours, and it is all you're doing. And for those who are listening today, those who have listened through this message, through this, you know, sharing of the heart, I just want to thank you for them. And I want to thank you for uh, giving them the heart to want to listen, to want to learn more about you and who you are. Um, And Lord, if it is your will for them to be a passion in 2023 with me and many other friends and young adults, God, I pray that you put it on their heart and you, you let them know, make them aware of that. And just to reach out, step out in faith. Maybe there's somebody who who isn't like a, a total firm believer quite yet. They don't have that relationship. That's okay, God, because you can work through it. So I just pray today, I pray the blood of Jesus over every individual who is listening today, um, that you just be with them, that your spirit guide them. Um, and that if they're in a place where they're struggling and they don't know where to go, Lord, may they reach out to some trusted individual who is in the church, who, who knows and has a committed, uh, devoted relationship with you, Jesus. And your, uh, in your name, Lord, may we glorify you in all we do and fulfill your, uh, as you fulfill your promises in our lives, uh, may we continue to uh, advance the kingdom to advance the gospel and truly be an image of who you are and who you have set us out to be. In your name we pray. Amen.